This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All righty, this show quickly flying by, hour number three of our radio program. If you're just tuning in, well, welcome. And if you haven't been uh, sleeping underneath a rock today, you've probably heard by now that Pete Carroll is out as the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. This was not his decision. He did not want to no longer coach the team. But for now, he's being moved into an advisory role with the organization, and we'll see what the coaching future is like for the legendary, now former, Seattle Seahawks head coach. So I actually uh, misspoke. There are seven jobs that are now open in the NFL. It's uh, the Carolina Panthers, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Seattle Seahawks, the Washington Commanders, the Tennessee Titans, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Atlanta Falcons. So we have seven jobs that are now open. And you could still see the Patriots open up, and a lot of people still expect the Patriots to open up, but there's been no official announcement one way or the other with Bill Belichick. Um, I guess other jobs that you can monitor, I don't think Sean McDermott is going to get fired. I don't think the Bills will do it, but um, I guess you could still monitor him depending on if they lose this weekend up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't think the Bills are going to lose this weekend against Steelers, especially with no TJ Watt, but... You lose that game, maybe it makes them reevaluate things in Buffalo. I do think, though, with the Pagula-Bean relationship with Sean McDermott, I do believe Sean McDermott is safe. You know Robert Sala is safe with the Jets. You've heard that from Woody Johnson. No other potential shakeups in the AFC. Uh, when you look at um, uh, the AFC West, in the AFC North, everyone's safe as well. I, I know there's been some speculation about Tomlin, I think as long as Tomlin wants to be the coach of the of the Steelers next year, he's going to be the coach of the Steelers. Uh, obviously, everyone else is safe in the AFC South with the aftermath of the Mike, Mike Vrabel firing. And then the NFC, the Cowboys could open up. You know, they lose this weekend or how they lose um, in the divisional round, I do think can play a factor in the Mike McCarthy sweepstakes. Everyone else now after the Seahawks lose is safe in the NFC West. Gannon did a good job in year one. And we know Shanahan and McVay aren't going anywhere um, NFC North, that was announced today. Eberflus is coming back with the Bears, so you could take them out of the running. And in the NFC South, I guess, you know, maybe, like, you could still think about Arthur, uh, uh, not Arthur Smith, uh, Dennis Allen, but I think Dennis Allen's going to be safe, and I would be surprised at this point since winning the division and having a better record than they did last year, especially without now Tom Brady, I don't think if the Eagles beat the Bucs this weekend, then Todd Bowles is going to get fired. So we have seven jobs for sure that are open. And I guess there's three or four that you just got to monitor. I believe the expectation is the Patriots will open up, but no announcement has been made there. And I guess you could then monitor teams like the Steelers, 
uh, teams like the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys as well, depending the results of their postseason run. So here's how I'm going to rank the jobs that are available. Samter, let me ask you this. It's Tyler Medicavich is going to join us coming up from the Buffalo Bills, uh, one of their captains at 5.20 p.m. Eastern. The seven jobs that are open, do you want to hear them from one to seven or seven to one, seven being the most unattractive job and one being the most attractive job that is open in my mind? Yeah, count me down, seven to one. Okay. Least attractive to most. Okay. So in a number seven, I think it's Tennessee. I believe the Tennessee Titans right now are the least unattractive or the most unattractive job in the NFL. What do they really have? Like, Will Levis was fine. I don't know anyone could say that he's a franchise quarterback. Your bread and butter for this run was also Derrick Henry. He made it clear with his contract coming to a close and coming to an end that he's on his way out with the emotional goodbye that he had over this weekend. DeAndre Hopkins has a year left on this deal, but there's not a lot of foundational pieces that you have in Tennessee right now. So I don't think Tennessee is all that attractive. Plus, you're in a division now that all of a sudden has become a better division. I know Jacksonville was disappointing this year, but they still have some good young foundational pieces that need to reach their apex. The Colts with Gardner Minshew, if they would have just put Jonathan Taylor in the game or their third-string running back would have caught the ball, uh, they would have been in the playoffs. And the Texans right now look like to be the team to beat for the foreseeable future in the AFC South because they have a great quarterback in C.J. Stroud and a very good, potentially great young head coach in D'Amico Rines. So Tennessee's division is better than what it's been in a while, and they don't have a lot of pieces that you could latch onto and say, okay, you have a good foundation in place. And also what scares me there is you have a GM that's been there now for a year in Rand Carthon, and you're going to have a new coach coming in. So how long do you give that GM before you say, okay, the GM is not working, and then what happens to the head coach? Like, you don't always have to do it this way, but I do like a lot of times when teams are bringing in a new coach and they're also bringing in a new general manager. So I'd put Tennessee in at number seven. In at number six, it's the Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Panthers have a young quarterback that I like in Bryce Young. But they are about to ruin their young quarterback. When Adam Thielen this past year was his best weapon, you brought in an overrated Miles Sanders. The offensive line did a complete 180. But let's not sugarcoat this. The biggest problem with Carolina is David Tepper. And I was very close to putting the Panthers in at seven. But with Tennessee opening up, and just not knowing what Will Levis is going to be or what Will Levis could be, and still knowing what Bryce Young can be, but I just fear they're going to mess him up. That's the reason why we're splitting hairs with the Panthers not being the most unattractive job right now in the NFL. So it's not a ringing endorsement, me moving the Panthers up one spot to six. I still think they're a bad job because I don't trust David Tepper. I don't think David Tepper allows his coaches and his general manager to actually do their job, but also... This is a spot where they're going to be bringing in a new GM and a new head coach because in the aftermath of the Frank Reich firing, just this past week, you also found out that Scott Fitterer got fired as well. So Panthers in at number six. In at number five, I think this is a good job, but I only think it's a good job 
if they keep the guy that they have right now. Because if they don't keep Antonio Pierce with the Raiders, I think you are going to lose Devontae Adams or bare minimum, Devontae Adams is going to want out and he's going to request a trade. Now, I could see why you would hire Jim Harbaugh. The Raiders hired Jim Harbaugh. I'm not going to bitch or complain about it and say that it was a bad hire. I think it would be an excellent hire. I just don't know how Harbaugh would be perceived in that locker room. And does Harbaugh, who is a sensational coach, right, just won a national championship in college, restored Michigan. When he was in the NFL, he was dominant with the Niners. In four years, three NFC championship games and a Super Bowl appearance. Will the Raiders locker room be open to Jim Harbaugh? Like, Stu, let me ask you this, because I think we're in the same boat where we've been saying this now for a month in the aftermath or more than a month in the aftermath of the McDaniels firing and then seeing what Antonio Pierce has been as a head coach. I've said it's got to be Jim Harbaugh, and if you can't get Jim Harbaugh, then you keep Antonio Pierce, and that's now my thought after the season. The Raiders bring in Jim Harbaugh. Do you think Harbaugh has enough clout, even though he hasn't coached the NFL in a long time, where guys like Devontae Adams and Max Crosby, right, the foundational piece on the offense, the foundational piece on the defense, would still want to stay with the Raiders when things are going better and in the right direction than they've been in the last few years with uh, with Antonio Pierce, what he's been able to do in the last two months. Of the yeah, season. I, I think so. I think he's a big enough name. I think people still remember what he did with the Niners. Obviously, mm-hmm. what he just did with Michigan. Yeah. And kind of like you said, like, if he does this and goes to the NFL and, you know, becomes a winner in the NFL again, because he did with the Niners, like... Winning He's going to be a legend. All. He's going to be a legendary coach. So I think the players would buy in even to star guys like Crosby, like Adams. Yeah, and also I, I think what Harbaugh has going for him is that he's coached in the NFL before. Like when you bring in a college coach, I think it takes a year to break down the stigma. And if you're going to succeed, like you have a year in year one to make that first impression where it's not, oh, this is the rah-rah kind of college coach, my way or the highway, CEO type of coach. Harbaugh, with already having the NFL success, won't have the feel of, oh, this is a college coach coming in. Because he's also been just as successful in the NFL getting to a championship game, uh, three NFC championship games, and then also a Super Bowl. So in at seven, I have Tennessee. In at six, I have Carolina. And in at five, I have the Raiders. I think this answer is going to surprise people. But I put the Commanders in at number four. And I know the Commanders... Don't have a ton because they just traded away uh, Montez Sweat. They just traded away Chase Young, who's been disappointing so far as a pro. But you still have Deron Payne on that defensive side of the ball. You still have some other youngsters too. And offensively, you have Terry McLaurin, who is one of the more underrated wide receivers in the sport. What the commanders have is they have the second overall pick and they have a new life and a new foundation with a new owner in Josh Harris. Santa, what are you about to say? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What, the commanders? That's a wow? No, no, no. Forget about breaking news? Breaking news. Belichick's out? More shocking. More Uh shocking. If you thought that Pete Carroll was shocking this morning. Wait, someone's out of a job now? Somebody else is out of a job. Not in the NFL. What sport? College football. Ryan Day? Nick Saban is retiring. Sources tell ESPN. Are you serious? Nick Saban is retiring... According to Chris Lowe of ESPN, retweeted by Adam Schefter, Nick Saban is out in Alabama. That's a blue check mark? Is that verified? You sure about that? Now, Chris Lowe is not blue check mark. He's 68,000 followers. He is ESPN senior writer. He was retweeted by Adam Schefter. 
and other people are now taking it as well. Yeah, I just got a other new text. Other blue check marks are taking it. Yeah, no, he's 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 retired. You know what this is? Wow, we've, we've seen this before. Wow, hold on, we've seen this before. When it comes to some of these older coaches, whether it is uh, Roy Williams, Mike Shashevsky, or even someone that's younger, like a Jay Wright that was at a legendary status. I know those are all uh, coaches that are in the basketball world. But even Chris Peterson, right, who joined us not that long ago. This is a different era of college athletics. And even though a lot of people say, oh, play the small violin, you're making so much money, with the NIL and the transfer portal, which all things I'm for, it is a totally different game than what we've had before. And that changes it. And when you're used to something for so many years and that format changes and you're already a legendary status and you're already, right, the greatest college coach or one of the greatest college coaches of all time, you don't usually like to adjust. You don't usually like to adapt. And Saban has done everything. He started to do TV, did that weekly spot with McAfee this year. So now we'll go into TV and he'll basically just put his feet up and enjoy the rest of it. But I'm shocked today still with all that being said. Wow, wow, wow. And you now start to think about it. His last game was a... Bad play call at the end. A bad last-second play call mm-hmm. at the end, lost to Michigan in the college football playoffs. And a playoffs. bad snap. So who cares? No one's going to remember that. That's like when... No. When, no, hold on. That's like when Brady uh, threw an inter- a pick six to Logan Ryan in his final game. When you're talking about a guy that's this legendary, no one's going to give a crap about the final no, game. No, no, I'm not talking about the final play. I'm just thinking about the final game. Like... We, we saw that game. All the talk Legendary. was about Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Oh, man, Harbaugh finally won a playoff game. Harbaugh's going to the playoffs. Wow. There wasn't any talk about Nick Saban. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, man, Nick Saban brought Alabama to another playoff, defied all the odds in an early season loss to Texas, beat Georgia, and got to the play. There was no Nick Saban talk. That was a little bit. It, a little bit. It was all like, oh, should Alabama have got in over at Florida State? That was the talk, right? Nick Saban kind of went out. Not with a whimper, just kind of floated off into the distance. Well, it wasn't Mike Krzyzewski where it was like, oh, let's bow down and kiss your feet for a year, that's for sure. And, and, and Mike Krzyzewski getting to the Final Four, losing to UNC in one of the most epic matchups in the history of college basketball. And I this, mean, was, this was an all-time great game, that Rose Bowl. It really was. It was, but we also, we didn't realize. No, We didn't no. understand. I mean, both those coaches might be gone. I kind of find this really funny. Both how- those coaches, and... Who's to say that mm-hmm. that Steve Sarkeesian is not going to be the lead nah. candidate to take over Alabama? You can get Maybe a he brings name Arch Sark. Manning with him. You can get a better name than Sark. Um, I think Sark will stay at Texas. Dabo? So, uh, no, I wouldn't ha- want Dabo. Has the Dabo. luster come off of Dabo yes, a little bit? Yes, and I was the first person to say that about three years ago. Oh, I have a perfect idea. Your mm-hmm. favorite coach in college football. Jimbo Who's... Fisher. <laughs> I know you love Jimbo. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Um, but it is funny. Wow. Uh, So I'm doing this list, right? We're talking about in this segment the jobs that are available. And I'm going through it, and I'm like, I don't think I said anything controversial. Uh, Tennessee, the Panthers, right? Seven, six. You know, which job would you want? The Raiders. And once I said the Raiders, after Sue said something, I looked at Santer's face, and I thought he saw a ghost. And then I said the Commanders, and I go, I must have misspoke. I must have said something wrong. Like, I must have said something crazy. And then Santa's like, oh, we got breaking news. We got breaking news. We got breaking news. 
Now I saw and that was news I did not see coming. I saw it about two minutes before I said it, but I had to confirm because Chris Lowe is not verified. Mm-hmm. He is an ESPN writer. He does have seventy thousand followers, and it was retweeted by Schefter. But I had to confirm this it before sucks for Pete I Carroll. came to air. Like so much for Pete, Pete Carroll, Carroll getting. You know, I know he basically got fired today. He was just he was just up on the podium crying. His no one eyes cares. Out. He's done. No, no one's going to even talk about Pete Carroll for the rest of the week. This is wild. So Saban out at Alabama. He's retired. Th- this might wow. be the most interesting coaching cycle in the history of the of the sport between Jim Harbaugh, maybe Belichick, Pete Carroll. Who knows about Tomlin, Mike Vrabel, yeah, Nick Saban being gone, the Bama job being open, Lane Kiffin maybe mm-hmm. heads over to Bama. I mean, there's so much that, that could happen. This is absolutely shocking. It is. So, do you want me to just quickly give you the other names of, of how I rank these no, jobs? No, I want to hear about <laughs> Nick Saban. I don't care about the rest of the list. <laughs> yeah, no, this is stunning. Um, I know you heard some rumors. But you know what? There's actually some similarities with Carroll and Saban. Because even with their age, they both still look incredibly young and they still look like they want to do this. But clearly behind the scenes, and maybe a few years ago, when Saban went after it with Jimbo Fisher, and that was because he was basically begging the small businesses at that small business conference to pay more money so they could increase the NIL collective, I think he probably just got fed up with this. Because when you're at that status, it's not easy to change like the my way or the highway approach because even though that Alabama has five four-star recruits on every part of the depth chart, there's still a developmental process that takes place. And when you have these big star recruits and they're not seeing the playing time that they want, they could easily just get out and transfer at no cost. So like, that's the only thing I could think of is that Saban just had enough. And if this is the way he wants to go out, can't crush him for it. But, man, Pete Carroll, so much for being the uh, the story today. That didn't even last two, two, three hours. You have a an enormous name, mega name, the college coach, the greatest college coach, Nick Saban, retiring from Alabama. And I'm not going to give you like a hot take in the moment. I got to think about who who's going to be the next coach of Alabama. I really got to think about that because nothing's coming to mind right away. Nothing is coming to mind right away. But everyone and then some is going to want this job. And I don't think like maybe outside of Kirby Smart right now at Georgia that there's a coach that when you look at that job, you uh. If Alabama comes calling, you definitely say no. You know, outside of Kirby Smart. So, this could be interesting. This is going to be interesting. Dan Lanning? I know Dan Lanning at, at A&M. Uh, you know, when A&M was the, uh, the rumor job that maybe Dan Lanning would leave Oregon for, he said, no, I'm going to stay at Oregon. Kalen DeBoer at Washington? Want to get the big boy job at Alabama? Whew. How about the changes in the SEC? You know, there's Oklahoma and Texas coming in. Now Alabama is open. Wow. Oh, boy, I can hear Dave Portnoy right now. Michigan killed Alabama. Killed the big, bad SEC. I know he's saying that. But think about it. Jim Harbaugh ended Nick Saban. That's it? No, I think NIL and the transfer portal yes, ended but, Nick Saban. Yes, but the reality, the fact is, is that the NIL Nick Saban's transfer last portal. game was a loss to Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. And once again, you're making that a big deal. No, one, no one's going to remember his final game. No one will. They'll remember all the championships that he won. Zach Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Alrighty. We thought the shocking news of the day was going to be Pete Carroll no longer being the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Then... How about the bombshell story that we just got 15 minutes ago? Nick Saban, the GOAT, saying, I'm retiring from Alabama. Pete Thamel just put this uh, tweet out there with no likely internal replacements at Alabama. Here's a quick projected target list. Dan Lanning, the name that I said. Kalen DeBoer, Dabo Sweeney, Mike Norvell, Marcus Freeman, and James Franklin. (laughs) Alabama, if they hire James Franklin, oh, boy. I will hit the floor, I'll laugh, I'll roll over, keep on laughing, and I don't think I'll ever be able to stand back up again. You can't hire James Franklin. You know, I got to know who James Franklin's agent is. Because whoever his agent is, I may have to hire him, as much as I love my agent and Mark Lepselter. Because every time there's a job out there, James Franklin's name pops up, and it seems like he never gets it. But anyway, let's go out to the guest line right now. Welcome in a captain of the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are AFC East champs, and they are playing in Buffalo this weekend as the two seed as they welcome in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Someone that played for the Steelers, now he plays for the Buffalo Bills and is a college buddy of mine from Temple University where he won the Bronco Nagurski Award. That, of course, is Tyler Medikevich. Tyler, how are you, my friend? Zach, how we doing, buddy? Well, it's been a busy day, but I'm doing great and always great to have you on the show So kind of look back at this season. There was some bad, then there was some good. And through all the criticism your team received, you guys still found the way for the fourth year in a row to win the AFC East. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, we definitely had some ups and downs this year. You know, Um, I think everyone had high expectations as, as did we, you know what I mean? Um, And I mean, this league is tough to win, you know, Uh, each week it's whoever plays the best Uh, records don't matter. And, uh, I mean, next thing you know, we were sitting at six and six. And I think a lot of people, like you said, like written us off, you know, uh, didn't think we would be where we're at. And, you know, in the last five weeks, we just took it one game at a time and um, and really just treated it as the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And now here we are and we had an opportunity to clinch the division. Like you said, fourth year in a row. Uh, I mean, that's that's just absolutely amazing. You know, it's an awesome feeling and especially how the game went 
this past Sunday, uh, I mean, you, you can't be anything but happy. <laughs> you could see how relieved your teammates were after the game, just following guys like you and uh, Deion Dawkins on social media and just seeing the behind the scenes of the locker room. That win on, on Sunday night with everybody watching was extremely special. And, you know, I think you guys already had your confidence back, but if you didn't, I think when you go through all this controversy and, and all this um, ups and downs of a season to still win the division, you know, now I think the Buffalo Bills are, are back, and I'm excited to see what happens this postseason. No, absolutely. You know, uh, I mean, that game was was nuts. Uh, I mean, the first half, Miami was definitely doing some things. I mean, we were doing some good things too, uh, but we made some adjustments at halftime. And, I mean, the defense came out, pitched a shutout. Um I mean, they they honestly dominated that second half. And then just the punt return with Hardy. Uh, I mean, it was only a matter of time before a guy like that gets loose. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, he's capable of that. And, I mean, when it comes crunch time, you give the ball to 1-7. Uh, I mean, he's a game changer. Uh, and, I mean, shoot, that play he made on third and long, uh, just running through those tackles. I mean, Sick. I know there was big plays in that game. But, shoot, to me, just watching that on the sideline, I couldn't believe what I was watching. Talking to Tyler Medikevich right now. The Josh Allen experience is something. I equate it to being on a roller coaster ride where there's times like the roller coaster's flipping upside down, and I'm like, what the heck am I doing? But whenever you get to the end of the roller coaster, you're like, wow, uh, what a journey, what a trip that is. We all know this dude's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but to see some of the problems in the first half and all the criticism that was out there on social media, which you don't see during the game and how he turns it around, uh, this dude is just really something. Oh, he's rel relentless. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, he truly just is such a competitor. And uh, I think that's one of his, his biggest faults at times. You know what I mean? He just wants to win so bad and do everything. And you just got to sort of tell him, like, hey, man, like, we got your back. Like, you know, and he just can't help it. He's just out there doing everything. And that's what he does. And, I mean, I'm so grateful to be able to play with a guy like that because, I mean, you don't see quarterbacks like him come around too often. Um, guys that can just literally change the game the second – he has the ball in his hands. You know, there's a potential of something crazy happening. And, uh, I mean, you love it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, I mean, that's our captain right there. <laughs> Tyler Medikevich here with us, one of the Bills captains, along with uh, Josh Allen as well. Bills do go up against the Steelers this weekend in the playoffs. You know, I have my thought on this answer, but I want to hear it from you. What was the turning point for this team this season, in your opinion? Honestly, I would say around like the uh, that Eagles game, you know, um, I mean, shoot, that was a hard fought game. I mean, in that that type of weather and that atmosphere, you know how it is playing down there in the link. Um, and especially with the Bills coming to town, um, it, it was just definitely like playoff type atmosphere. And I don't know, I just felt like after that game, our team just really just sort of was clicking, really came together, you know, and. I mean, we really just took off from there, you know, and then just took it week by week, you know. And next thing you know, we're on a five-game win streak going into the playoffs. Um, talk about getting hot at the right time. Um, I mean, we definitely – I definitely think that was the turning point. Yeah, I thought it was the Kansas City game, which came right after Philadelphia, and you guys had a bye week as well. Uh, you guys beat mm -hmm. Kansas City, you know, even though I probably shouldn't have been confident. I was confident for you guys <laughs> going into that game. And then to follow it up with not only beating the Cowboys – but just obliterating the Dallas Cowboys. You know, after you put those two performances together, you know, you start to put the Bills back in this conversation as this is a team that could accomplish whatever they want to this year. 
Absolutely. You know, uh, I think throughout the, the season, we've just shown um, we can win in all different types of ways. You know what I'm saying? Um, someone's someone's going to make a, make a play. Um, it's just a matter of time before they do it. And shoot, when we're hitting on all three phases, uh, I mean, this team is unstoppable, you know. Um, but you just got to come in ready each and every week. Uh, it's going to bring you new challenges. You know how this league is, especially this time of year, playoff time. Um, you just can't make those mistakes, and you guys really got to be relentless out there. And for – you know what I'm saying? At the end of the game, we look up there. Hopefully, we're still playing. <laughs> I also want to ask you this because you started your career in Pittsburgh, Tyler, and I know you've been with the Bills for the last few seasons. This is a playoff game. Obviously, it means a lot. You win, you move on, you lose. You know what? You go home, and, um, you know, it's, it's tough to deal with the playoff loss. But going up against a team that gave you your NFL start in the playoffs, I know you played them before, but this time happened in the playoffs. Just what does that mean to you personally? Oh, I'm, I'm so excited, man. I'm so jacked up, you know. Um, I mean, they gave me this opportunity to be able to play in this league. You know, they drafted me uh, seventh round. Never forget it like it was yesterday, you know. And uh, just forever grateful and appreciative of the Roonies and Mike T and, and Kevin Colbert, who was there at the time, Dan Smith, and just so, all those guys for really giving me this opportunity to just, just show the world what I can do, you know. And now I'm grateful to be here. So it's definitely going to be a, a – a special special day I think for me um but shoot man I'm, I'm excited uh there's nothing like playoff football uh I can't wait and the last thing I'll ask you Tyler Medikevich your coach Sean McDermott uh what does he mean to you and what do you want people to know about your head uh, football coach and and what he could accomplish here with the Buffalo Bills moving forward Sean's our leader man um I mean he's done a tremendous job I think this year at just showing that he could be the head coach and the DC, you know, and through all the ups and downs, you know, he just hasn't blinked. And I think that just shows that's just a reflection too on our team. Um, just how we've played throughout the whole year. He's been the same and that's really helped us out. You know what I mean? Along the way, because roller coaster of a year and you just got to try to keep your composure and stay the same. And I think that's what he's done. And he's done a tremendous job. And uh, I mean, that's, a, that's our head coach right there. Whatever whatever he says, we're going to do. He's Tyler Medikevich. Does a tremendous job in special teams defense for the Buffalo Bills. Also a team captain. Kind enough to join us right now on CBS Sports Radio. Tyler, always great to see you. Thanks for doing this. Zach, appreciate it, brother. You, you got it. There he is. Tyler Medikevich joining us on CBS Sports Radio. All righty. Uh, the big news of the day. We thought it was Pete Carroll. Now it ends up being Nick Saban. Let's continue to rock and roll with that one. Um, now it's all going to come down to who replaces him. And you know they're going to call Dabo Sweeney. I, I would be against bringing in Dabo Sweeney, even with what he's accomplished. You know, I think a big part of this with Nick Saban is he's leaving because of NIL and the transfer portal. Dabo Sweeney has not embraced the transfer portal, and I think the luster has worn off of Dabo Sweeney. Uh, Lanning would be right at the top of my list. I know Thamel threw out there as well. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, that would be an exceptional hire. Heck, if in two years you could get to a national championship game at Washington, imagine what you could do with the resources at Alabama. Uh, for Mike Norvell, yeah, that would be something. You, I know the playoffs going to 12. You're not getting left out of the college football playoff if you're at Alabama and uh, you're undefeated or only have one or two losses on the season. Um, I'd be surprised if it's Marcus Freeman. Now, I know he's at Notre Dame, but I would be surprised by that one. I don't think he's done enough yet at Notre Dame. Um, and, I, and I like Marcus Freeman. I think he's a good young coach, but I think he has more to prove. But everyone and then some is going to want this job. 
Like, there's gonna like that's the thing. When jobs come available, sometimes you don't get to poach power five current head coaches. When it's Alabama, outside of Kirby Smart at Georgia, I think every coach in the country is gonna be interested in this job. And it's wild too. Because just in the last two days, we've had the Titans open up. We've now had the Seahawks open up in the NFL. And in college, we've had now Alabama open up. You probably, I'm going to assume, have Michigan open up when Harbaugh goes back to the NFL or if he goes back to the NFL and also still lurking the Patriots and the future of Bill Belichick. So I think you're right, Samter. Like, for the sport of football, like the last two years, last three years, the quarterbacks have dominated everything, right? You had Brady leaving New England. You had Matthew Stafford getting traded. You had Deshaun Watson getting traded. You had Russell Wilson getting traded. Now these coaches, just in the last two days, Vrabel, Carroll, Saban, potentially Harbaugh, potentially Belichick. This is going to be some uh, cycle in the NFL and also college football. And who would have thought, usually the college hiring cycle's done, but we're not just talking about two jobs that are open up late. These are two enormous brands. One being in Alabama, that's open now. And then the other, we're all assuming, is going to be Michigan too. Wow, 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 and more wow. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. It is the Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. We'll come on back, guess what we're going to talk? More Nick Saban. But first up with the latest CBS Sports Radio update, I know that's not the Alabama. I know that's not It was Crimson, not planned either. <laughs> but man, Ack, at first I thought you could be like the next coach of St. John's. There Maybe you Are you interested in coaching Alabama? Who wouldn't be? I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past Kirby Smart either. I would. I, you, yeah. you would think, okay. I, I, you know, you have to, you have to throw them in there. I mean, look, with all due respect to Georgia, it's not Alabama. Even though Georgia, outside of this year in the SEC championship game, recently has overtaken. Yeah, Alabama. I mean, you know, they. But now with but no that's Saban, of, that's that's Kirby Smart who, who did it, yeah. and and God bless him, you know. And and look, if he wants to stay for Georgia, you know, more power to him. But I, I think, I think he at least thinks about it. And the I, other, don't, I don't think he just like dismisses mm-hmm. it immediately. And the big. The big curious thing here is what's the fall off? Like you yeah. lose Saban. We know he's the creme de la creme coach. You lose him. What does Alabama look like? How are we talking about Alabama the next two to three years? That's why I think you got to go a get spot. a big name. And I think you got to like Dabo, I do not think would be a good fit for that job because I think you need a coach that's greatly equipped for the new age of college football. That's why I thought mm-hmm. landing right away. But, yeah, if you could get Kirby Smart, clearly he did it at Georgia, you could do it at Alabama. I can't put this guy in the top echelon, but I'd have to say, you know, you'd have to you'd have to think about him. It'd be your guy, Matt Rule. He hasn't really won enough yet at the – I mean, I know it's a short period yeah, of time. it's only been a year. But, you know, he's had success everywhere he's, he's gone got the number the one quarterback level. in Riola, too. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he's done wonders with, with nothing – and you know Temple Baylor, yeah. You know, you'd have to you'd have to at least think about him as a candidate. I think you I think mean, about everybody. Yeah, I don't, right. You, I don't you were think... you were in the penthouse. Yeah. People want to get into the penthouse right now. Yeah. And that's Alabama. There's yeah. been the penthouse of college football for the last decade. Yeah. Now, I'm, again, I'm not saying Matt Rule is getting the job or is a top candidate, but I think he should be, you know, at least in the periphery of the conversation. Yeah. Real quickly, we're gonna find out who Ack likes and who 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 he doesn't like. Just give me a yes or no. This is the Thamel list. Dan Lanning. Yes. Kalen DeBoer. Yes. Dabo Sweeney. No. Okay. James Franklin. No. Mike Norvell. Uh, yes. Marcus Freeman. 
No, I don't think so. Not for Alabama. No. Okay. So those are the like what? him personally, but mm-hmm. you know, it's Notre Dame and they're patting themselves back on the back on a ten win season. I'm yeah, like, that's that's to be expected. So yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six names that Pete Thamel has uh, thrown out there, and I'm very surprised we agreed on all that. I did the same yes no, and and I'm agreed with the names that you did: Lanning, DeBoer, uh, Norvell, and I would say Dabo no, James Franklin no, Marcus Freeman no. Yeah. But let's be real. Just like when USC opened, out of nowhere, boom, Lincoln Riley left. There's going to be a lot of names that we're going to uh-huh. talk about right now, and there's going to be some names we aren't talking about that are going to get in the mix. The, the other part of it is, and again, it, it's not as glamorous, but Bill O'Brien, former offensive coordinator at Alabama, look at what he did at Penn State. Yeah. And he, and he does have the the pro background as well. I don't think that's a fit, though. I don't, you know. Again, Lane Kiffin I'm just, I would be interested in. Yeah, No, I'm not a Lane Kiffin guy. Okay. So he can stay in Mississippi. He can have a good run there. <laughs> we finally but, found the so name yeah. that we disagree on. Yes. <laughs> How about Brian Kelly with the family? Oh, no. Stay in the South with the family. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I also wonder what Saban's role in this, too. That's the other thing. Yeah, I'm sure I'll, I'm sure I'll advise. Like Roy Williams yeah. and Mike Krzyzewski had a role in, in the yeah. hires that were made at Duke yeah. and UNC. But is there anybody you're not giving On staff, it, no. You're not giving it to Tommy Rees. That's why, no. like, like, <laughs> like, like, but if, like, Bill, hypothetically, if Bill O'Brien had stayed there, I think his, and I'm not saying he made the wrong move by leaving, yeah. but, but, you know, there Could be there in are, line. Better chance. You know, yeah, you're there. You have that experience. You know, it does, you know, it maybe bridges the gap. It, it's a very... Mm. I mean, you can go on for days with everybody, yeah. but I also think too the the domino effect of coaching. Uh, you know who whoever replaces Saban, who is replacing the guy who replaces who went to replace Saban, and then if in fact Harbaugh leaves, is it a Jason Campbell from Toledo or or Matt um, uh, Canada? No, 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 Matt Campbell at, at um, oh yeah Campbell at Iowa State. Yeah, Iowa State. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there are, there are a lot of guys that, that Matt are, Canada. I said I met Matt yeah, Campbell yeah. obviously. The Steelers on you. Yeah, I would think Michigan is is going to hire Sharon Moore, but hey, you never know with how many people could be interested in that job. Uh, yeah, that's another one. That's a plum job. I mean, yeah. you know, that's uh, that's a that's a storied program now coming off a national championship. Alrighty, more Saban talk next. Nick Saban retiring. That's a story. What else is the Rich Ackerman going to fill in his update? We'll find out right now. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It's time to answer Ask the Pros question of the day, and it's brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You have Eric in Eugene say, Zach, who do you think should be the next coach of the Seattle Seahawks? You could submit a question by tweeting at CBS Sports Radio or at Zach Gelb using the hashtag Ask the Pros. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. O'Reilly Auto Parts. I think it's Dan Quinn. That's who I think uh, should get the job. That's who I think will get the job. Uh, Dan Quinn, next coach of the Seattle Seahawks. Now, the names for 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 Nick Saban to re- to replace Nick Saban in Alabama. Which let's do this conversation first. The reason Nick Saban is leaving is no doubt about it. NIL transfer portal. When you are the king of the sport, and they ask you to do something different, especially when you are in your seventies. It's just, why do you want to put up with this stuff? And Saban, 72, he has a legacy that is number one in college football. He won at LSU, right? All the championships, the six championships at Alabama as well. There is no reason if he is getting tired with the direction of college football, whether you agree with that conversation or not. And I think the transfer portal and the NIL, even though it's a wild, wild west at times, is more bad or is more good than bad. But for a guy like Saban, even when you have all these five- and four-star recruits, there's still a developmental process. And you coach a certain way, and you're not going to change that much the way that you coach. So I think that Nick Saban just had enough. And his legacy, right? You don't need to coach anymore. Your legacy's already made. You're the greatest college football coach of all time. So you're 72. Go do TV, right? I'm sure it'll be on game day or something like that. Big noon kickoff. They'll have a bidding war now. And you'll do TV for a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, however long you want to do it. And that's how you still get your college football fix. And Saban will be great on TV. Now, how about this name? What about Belichick? Leaving the Patriots, following his friend, going to Alabama, replacing his guy in Nick Saban. I'm kidding, obviously, when I say that. But... In the immediate reaction, the first name I gave you was Dan Lanning. That was my first thought. After Dan Lanning, personally, I think there's three more people that will be in play for the job. That would be great hires. Kalen DeBoer, Lane Kiffin, and Mike Norvell. You have to call Kirby Smart. As I said to Act, though, I don't think Kirby Smart's taking the job. Like, even though it's Alabama, you have Georgia humming. And the one pain that was in your rear end that you still found the way to move past the last few years is now gone with Saban leaving. I don't think you're leaving Georgia. But you know what I'd love to see get the job? I don't know if he's going to get the job. This guy is a remarkable coach. But how fun would it be if Alabama hired Mark Stoops? Who A&M fans were about to get Mark Stoops. Then they all started crying, freaking out because they're a bunch of wackos. And then you got a guy that I really like in Mike Elko. But Mark Stoops, 
has done a phenomenal job at Kentucky. He was able to attack basically John Calipari. How dare you say that we're just a basketball school? We're a football school too. Two 10-win seasons. And how fun would that be to see Mark Stoops at Alabama kick the crap out of A&M fans and give A&M fans what they deserve for the big stink that they put up about Mark Stoops. But, you know, I know Lanning, he was adamant, Dan Lanning, when A&M was open, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving. Nor should you have left for Oregon, left Oregon for Alabama, uh, for, for an A&M. But when you have Alabama come calling and you're an SEC guy, whoo I think it makes it very tough, very tough, even though he's in a great spot in Oregon to say no to Alabama. So Saban retiring, congratulations to him. What a career. What a joy it was to watch his teams. And uh, that will be it, or we think it's it, for Nick Saban in college football as a head coach. Wow, 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 and more wow. Nick Saban retiring from Alabama. All righty. What a doozy of a Wednesday show here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, Jim Harbaugh says, who's got it better than us? Nobody. How about us, though? Like, who's got it better than us? Nobody. For a Wednesday show with playoffs here, we barely even talk playoffs. Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll. Then Samter, I thought he was seeing a ghost. I thought something either happened terribly wrong in Samter's life or there was some crazy breaking news. And then Samter gets on the air and he goes, oh, stop what you're doing, stop what you're doing. Nick Saban is retiring. And that was all when I was giving you a really good list of the most attractive jobs in the NFL. Let me finish that list real quickly. I know you care so much. Tennessee 7, Carolina 6. Raiders 5, Commanders 4, Seattle 3, Atlanta 2, and the Chargers 1. That's how I ranked them 7-1. to one. Unattractive being 7, most unattractive, and the most attractive being in at number 1. All righty, this is Zach Gelb Show on CBS Sports Radio. Big thanks to Tyler Medikevich, KJ Wright for joining us, each and every one of you. Stu, Samter, great job as always. See you again tomorrow, everybody, at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. We out. Bye-bye. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.